you know, my kid's still away or this or whatever's going on. And I still like, God, I need some answers. But see, part of our culture, we don't really want to go past what we know. And that's what we're going to talk about. If you could bear with me today for a few minutes, I'm going to help you connect a dot that hopefully will, will send you into, and you'll be like, oh, that's awesome. And if I could do that and you could receive it, I'm just telling you, your life is never going to be the same. So let's review a little bit. Last week, we talked about this. Anytime anything of value uh, or you're moving forward towards something that God has in your life, you can almost, for your destiny, you can almost always know there's going to be an obstacle. The enemy is always going to, to try to stop you. Now, some people say, well, there's some things that just go boom, boom, boom. And I get it. And there's sometimes that God just does that boom, boom, boom. I get that. But usually there was a battle before the boom, boom, boom. Are you alive today? I think you should pinch your neighbor. Yeah, look at his, his lady over here. Ouch! If you don't know them, please don't pinch them. <laughs> I went to that church. They're friendly. They pinched me. Okay. <laughs> the enemy's always going to try to get you to get your mind off of what you're trying to get. So I want to review real quickly what we talked about. Last week we talked about, number one, the word has to be converted to faith. If you don't use your faith, it's just ink on a page. I know a lot of people that know the book, but they don't have any faith in the book. They know, they know what the book says. Can I tell you this? The enemy knows what the book says. Are you with me? You can know what the book says, but if you don't believe in the book, if you don't believe in the word, if you don't understand to the part of, you know what, that thing is life, that is health to me, that thing of I need to speak that and believe what God said, if you don't get it, it has to be converted to faith. The word comes in, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. That has to come in, it goes through the process. If God said it, that settles it, whether you believe it or not. You understand what I'm saying? That is the word. Somebody can come and try to trump that. It don't matter because that's what the word says. It's got to go through the process and then it leaks. We leak, do you know that? We leak. I want to get the word in so when people see it, man, that's just coming out. What is, it's just coming out. It's got to be converted to faith. That was our first point. Secondly, it, meaning the mountain, doesn't obey just words. It obeys what? Your faith. When Jesus spoke, people, this is, you know, and this is what I had in my mind. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. And I'd ask people, what made the fig tree dry up? And they said, well, Jesus. No. Well, it was his faith. It was his faith. It was his belief in what he said. That's what made the thing dry up. So your mountain will obey your faith. So I think it would be a good idea to get our faith strong, to know what we believe. Our third point last week was choose between today and forever. Now, you got to hang with me. If you weren't here last week, I'm gonna, that's what I'm trying to recap. If you remember, the enemy was an angel. Okay? He got kicked out of heaven. This is what you have to understand. The only way, the only area he can tempt you in is in your five sense realm. Are you with me? Your eyes, your ears, all of your senses, that's where he can tempt you. He can't tempt you in the spiritual realm. Listen to me, he got kicked out of there. He can only get you in the realm of your circumstances and in the area of your physical being. I'm trying to help you here because sometimes we think he's got more power than he's got. 
Because God has given you power, but listen to me, you have to have the authority, you have to use that authority. God has all power, how many believe that? But he's given the authority to you. He can't go over his word. He can't just go, oh, today, you know what, I like, I like Brett's, uh, you know, I, I like his attitude today. I think I'll, I'll, not, I can't, I'll just go make a new thing here and do something different from the word. He won't do that. He doesn't do that. He goes by covenant and he goes by the word. So we have to understand that the devil tempts you in the natural realm. But your answer is not in the natural realm. Your answer is in the spiritual realm. Let me put it to you another way. The, the world deals with the leaves. Remember the fig tree? The world deals with what they see. I don't, you know, hmm, I see them. Hmm. They deal with what they see. Well, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't seem right. I see this. I don't like that. But the answer is not in the seen realm. The answer is in the unseen realm. And the enemy can't go there. And if you learn how to go there, you will spoil his party. When you learn how to get past what you know and what you understand, this is going to be past your mental, your mind reasoning, your natural way to figure this out. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. The water's bitter? Let's throw a stick in there. That'll make it sweet. Huh? Let's make that axe head float. Say what? Just stretch out your crippled hand. If I could do that, I... You know what I'm saying? It's not going to make sense. He's been dead four days, Jesus. Jesus is saying, you're not catching this. You're not seeing what I'm seeing. I've got to get you to connect this dot. If you want to live in the natural, then you'll have only what the natural can give you. And that's the area where the enemy messes with you. I'm trying to get you. You are not just natural people. You are supernatural people because you're connected with supernatural almighty God. We are body, soul, and spirit. If our spirit leaves, our body does what? We, we need the spirit to survive in the natural. Everything happens in the spirit first, manifests then in the natural. Touch your neighbor and say, wake up. Okay. I don't want to deal with the, the level of the leaves. I want to go past that and get to the root. Jesus spoke to the root. The unseen. You can't normally see roots. So he's going to go right at the core. We live life a lot of times with band-aids. We just want to deal with the issue, but not with what caused it. So Jesus wants to get to the cause, the root, so that you don't have to deal with the band-aid. Okay, are we ready? Now we're caught up. Kind of. Here's point number four. So how do we get to the spiritual realm? PB, how do we get to that realm? How do we connect that? Uh, listen to me now. We're going to, number four is we're going to know not just who we are. We're going to know whose we are, and we're going to use our spiritual authority. You can't fight this in the mental. Mental isn't always, you know, we, oh, I'm trying to reason this out. Well, it, seemed, it would seem natural to do this. It would seem that we could do this natural, but the devil's got you covered in the mental. You got to remember, in his domain here, in the natural realm, he's good at this. He's good at smoke screens and mirrors. He's good at deception. He's good at lies. Matter of fact, he's the father of lies. If he can get you off track, off focus, you can be like, man, I'm, oh, I'm praying for that. I'm praying for that. Squirrel! 
If he can pull you away, he's going to pull you away. Because if I can help you connect to the realm past what you can't see, but you can see in the spirit, you're going to ruin his party. Head games are part of his, his deal. And that's part of your five senses. You can have a degree. But what's going to get past the devil is spiritual authority. Whose name? Whose authority? I mean, I could, I could pull up scripture till the cows come home. Paul we know. Jesus we know. But who are you? I'm telling you, man, I have seen things. And, and I tell you, you better know whose authority you come in because they don't go out on anybody else's. They don't. When you know whose you are and you use his authority, they have no choice. And you're like, that's it. I've made the connection. We do a whole lot in the world to, to get our minds in shape and get our bodies in shape and to do all the things that we do. But the Bible says this, they that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. What's going to lead you? Let God's spirit lead you. You see, when, we, when Adam sinned, we have that fallen spirit. We have that, we're, we're dead in that area. We have to have God. That's why Jesus went to the cross. That's why he paid it all. Turn to your neighbor and say, he paid it all. He paid it all so that you and I could be forever with him. So we have to understand that we need God for you to get to your destiny, for you to get to your purpose, for you to get where God wants you to be. Baby, you got to have God. You got to have God. You have to you have to connect with him because if you don't life will just get to be like same old same old going to cook the donuts. Yeah. Same thing every day. All the t- I mean, but life is more than that. And we have lived even in our Christian life. I mean, who would want what we got if we just walk around I'm just waiting till Jesus comes. Oh. Is God not more than that? Is God's life I mean, does he want you just to be Now listen, this isn't just about, I'm not saying name it and claim it and blab it and grab it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about living life and loving life. I'm talking about purpose. I'm talking about destiny. I'm talking about when you believe and you pray, you're getting something past what you see and you're getting to the unseen, you're getting to the root and things happen. When you believe and you pray for healing, people get healed. You know, there's nothing worse than someone, God's given me a healing ministry. And if you pray for people, nobody gets healed. You ain't got no healing ministry. I love you, but you know what? There should be fruit from that. You see, with man, things get impossible. But with God, all things are possible. There's a lot of stuff that's going to go through your life, and you're like, Lord, I want to be led by you. God led the Israelites right to the Red Sea. With man, what are we going to do? Look what you've done. You've led us here just to die. And all of a sudden, the waters part. I often in my mind wonder what, how sweet that would be to be walking on dry ground. That would be, has anybody ever water skied? Me. Okay. Yes, Sam, because I taught you. You're good. He got up on the first time, by the way. Something that's cool about skiing, if you ever water ski, you, the cool thing about that is it's like, wow, this is cool. Because look at this body. Should it be on top of the water flying? No. 
So, but if you're on the ski, man, and you're like, and you were like gliding on top of the water, it is like it shouldn't be happening, but it is so cool. Could you be walking and think about the Red Sea? Man, this is dry ground. And this just, and overnight, the ground dries out. They run across, and, the, and Pharaoh's guys are coming beside them. They watch it all close on them. You just go, that's amazing. Mark 4, 36 and 37. They took Jesus in the boat and started out. I could just do a whole bunch just with that first part. They took Jesus. But anyway, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed, soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. In your life, have you seen anything that in the natural can stop a hurricane or tornado, anything like that? There's nothing in the natural, but my friends, you're not just natural. You have supernatural power in you. I think the, the disciples, if you can think, the, the Bible says that water's breaking in the boat. Could you imagine? They're probably in there just trying to get the water out, you know, and slapping it out. I don't know if they had a bucket. I mean, you know, you wonder, did they have any kind of container in there? I don't know if they had a minnow bucket. Who knows? But, they're, you know, I'm sure they're bailing. The boat's sinking. It's filling up faster than they can get it out. You see, and what happens is just what they did. Their own natural mind starts happening. In our own intellect, how many have felt like the water's coming in quicker and you can get it out? You got some creditor calling you quicker and you can pay him. And it's almost who screams the loudest. Well, you must pay right now or we're going to come. Okay. <laughs> you know, I have all that stuff happening or this or that or whatever or, or, or now this. And I'm just getting a little bit ahead. It seems like I take two steps forward and five steps back. And oh God, what, 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 what? And it feels like the world is caving in. That's what the disciples are doing. We try to get out with our own brain. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I'll take on four more jobs. Yeah, that's what I'll do. And then your kids never see you and you work yourself into a frazzle. We need both body and spirit. We need God to be leading us. We need to yield to that leading. Paul said this. He said, I buffet my body, not I buffet my body. Verse 38 and 39 Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. And again, I said this in first service. Just, you know, they're already saying there's a storm, and he's asleep. I'm just thinking, that we're not talking just like, it's starting to rain, it's sprinkling. We're talking, this thing is, waves are breaking into the boat, and he's still asleep. So they, they wake him up shouting. Have you ever been woke up shouting? You know, I mean, like, I'll go wake Kim up and just kind of shake her, kiss her on the cheek. Honey, time to get up. Oh. Hey. It's a big contrast. To, hey! <laughs> we're going to die. Anyway, they say, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up. I just, in that phrase, I'm just like, <sighs> What? Uh, who knows what he said? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Now, I want you to watch the sequence. I mean, again, now, when we talked about the fig tree, people deal on the leaves. He dealt with the root. He rebuked the wind first. What is the characteristic of the wind? You cannot see the wind. 
So he's going after the unseen. Now remember, we have to have the spiritual for it to survive in the natural. We have to have a spirit for me to be sitting here talking to you. I have to have my spirit's got to be intact. Amen? So he's going after the unseen first. He rebuked the wind, the unseen, and the waves. The waves then react to what he did to the unseen. Are you getting this? So he's speaking to things that he cannot see. And people are, well, they obeyed because it's Jesus. No, they obeyed because it's his faith. Jesus said, anything you see me do, I saw dad do it. Anything you see me do, you can do it. Even greater. So we need to understand, it isn't because it's just Jesus. It's because if you work the word, the word works. It's because if you get it inside you, and you get it down inside your knower, and you know whatever that says, I can go past what I understand. I can go past what I see in the natural. God, you're deeper than that. You make that connection. So we're going after the unseen. We're going to cut this thing off at the root. You know what Jesus is saying? I get the wind to stop, the waves will take care of themselves. Think about it. What's making the waves big? The wind. So he's going after the unseen. You got it? Everything that God has for you, he has for you. It's already there. It's spiritual. You see, when I talk about this, sometimes this is, you know, People get all this messed up with, it is prosperity, but not in the realm of name it and claim it and all that. This is what I want you to understand. God says he'll bless the work of your, if your hands are doing nothing, zero plus zero is, okay? So he's going to give you an idea or a concept. Did you know that there's, money's not in heaven? Did you know that? Why do they need money in heaven? You know what the currency is in heaven? What we're talking about today, faith. Money is what's needed here to operate in this. Let me go to this side. I'm trying to wake that side up here just a second. Jeff, you'll help me, won't you? Okay, Jeff will help me. All right. We're going we're gonna to deal with what we... Do you, anybody have needs? Okay. We have... Kim and I... Have you ever done something and you go... People, how did I do that? How'd that happen? And you don't really know how it happened. And you're like, I got to remember that. And then your, your biggest worry is, I won't remember if you did get it and you figured it out. I got to remember that. I got to remember that. I'm just telling you, you have to connect between not the seen, but the unseen. You have to understand that whatever you need, if you need car tires, they're already there. They're already there. If you need a new roof for your house, it's already there. And people can say, Brett, that's hogwash. Okay, this is for the believer. This is not for you. This is for the people that will believe this. You need to understand, it's already done in the spiritual, and you have to connect it so you can bring it, help me, from there to here. Now, you might have to do something to do it. You've got to put faith without works. Is You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to believe in the Word and say, God, what do you want me to do? Give you a case in point. Sam and I, Sam's here. Wave at me, Sam. My youngest son. His beautiful wife's right there with him. And, and we wanted to go hunting one year. And we were like, okay, we, need, we want to go hunting. Well, to have the license and all that. And the deer permits, it was going to be 60, $65 or something like that. I don't know what it was. 
15 bucks for the license, 20 bucks for the deer tag, or switch it around. I don't know. For both of us, I'm like, okay, God, we're going to believe that. We believed. We received when we prayed. I went into the bank. Now, listen, we, Sam and I just agreed and we prayed. I think we even sowed a seed of a couple bucks or something like that. I went into the bank and a lady approached me and said, hey, hey, Brett. Yeah. I heard you detail cars. I said, sometimes. Would you detail my car? Well, sure. Could you do it today? Yeah. She said, how much will you charge? So I told her. I brought the car home. I said, hey, Sam, got our money right here. We detailed the car, took it back. She loved it so much, she gave us 80 bucks. We took our tithe and everything out of that and went and got our license. You got to understand, if it's already there, but you got to be willing, God, what do you want me to do for it? There is no such thing as a money tree. If there is and you have one, could I have some of it? Go out in your front yard. I'm going to plant this. This is a Benjamin tree right here. It's, it's so awesome. That would be great, but I've not seen one yet. Okay? It's already there. Everything according to life and godliness is already there. You just have to tap into it to get it to you. Ephesians 1.3, all praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Think about that. You need a, you know... I, I really believe this. And again, I'm not talking about I, I'm not talking about having gold plumbing and 17 cars. And that's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about I believe that if I could figure this out and I could connect the dots, if I could connect. All right, Lord, how do I get to the unseen to get it here? Knowing and believing that it'll happen. According to Mark 11, 23 and 24, we pray that we receive when we pray, not when it shows up. That's that same principle. When I go deer hunting, I sow my seed. I believe for what I'm getting. I ask specifically for it. I don't, I don't have any doubt that he's... I just start looking where he's going to show up from, literally. You can ask my son. That's what I do. That's what he does. That's what I taught him. That's what he does. He's got a 10-point deer hanging in my barn right now because he believed just what I'm telling you. He, he reached in past the natural and went to the unseen. You might say, Brett, that's nuts. Okay. <laughs> I am a peculiar person. Aren't you? I mean, you're, there's going to be things that just don't make sense to you. There's a lot of things that don't happen. Remember the woman that had the issue of blood. She said, listen, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. I got a question for you. Did he know she was coming up behind him? No, he did not. He didn't know anything like that. And the Bible says that she touched his garment and boom, healing left him, touched her. She took her healing. Now listen to me. I don't want you to think take in the way of, then give it to me. That's mine. He's already provided for it. She just now received it. In other words, it's yours. When are you going to pick it up? If you have a package, it's got your name on it. You have to go take your package. But it's already been, it's there. You just have to get it. That's what I'm trying to get this to you. It's already provided for you. Do you want it? If you want it, you're going to have to tap into past what you see. Well, Brad, I can't see that. I know. That's what you have to get. The enemy can only, listen to me, I'm just recapping here. He can only get you in the realm he can tempt you in, and that's the realm of the natural. He can't go into the spiritual realm. That's your realm. 
So he's going to mess with you in your mind. He's going to mess with you in your circumstances. He's going to tell you it's never going to work out. This is going to happen. Oh, you're a loser. He's going to blast you with that kind of crud. And you're going to have to tell him to shut up. You're going to have to say, listen, it don't matter what you say. Because if he can get you to respond emotionally, he's got you. And the enemy will take circumstances and try to get you. And this isn't to throw my wife under the bus. This is just how things happen sometimes. I, I, I said this story in the first service, but one time Mal had a glass porcelain doll, and she, it fell on the floor and broke. She was trying to clean it up, and she stepped on a piece of the, the porcelain, and it, it sliced her toe, sliced her foot. And so when I, I heard the, Brat! you know, and, and Kim's like, Mal cut her foot, and Mal's like this. And I, how old were you, Mallory? How old you think? Nine, maybe? And, and I mean, and it's, you know, I don't know what Mal must have said something different. She's 21. No. <laughs> And uh, I mean, it's bleeding really well. And 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 Kim doesn't like blood. I mean, I don't know too many people that do. Um, but you know, she's like, "This is fine. It's fine. It's terrible. Oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? It's bleeding all over the place." So I'm like, "Give her to me. Give her to me." And I take her into the bathroom and I run the water in the tub and set her down on the on on the floor and put her foot up under the faucet. And I'm looking at it and and Kim's excited and she's. Ah! Now, again, I'm not trying to throw her under the bus. I'm just saying natural circumstances, if your emotions get a hold of the natural, okay, we've all been there. And Mallory, this is what she does. She looks back at her mom and goes, ah! And I said, hey, Mal, look at Daddy. Look at Daddy. And she looks at Daddy. And I'm like, this is okay. This is okay. Nothing we can't fix. We're going to get you to a doctor. We'll take care of this. It's not a big deal. So I'm talking to her like that. Listen to my voice. I'm not, ah! Um, I'm, and so she's like, okay, daddy, okay. We get her cleaned up, we take her, we, and that all gets taken care of. What I'm telling you is, if the enemy can get you to move in the natural because that's where he gets you, but you have to go past that. You have to go, what you're doing is right now you've been complaining, God, I don't have this, I don't have that. And I'm not talking about gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm talking about just things. And God is saying, you want more, but what are you doing with what I've given you? Some of you want like $100,000. Who doesn't? But what are you doing with the 10 bucks you got now? If he gave you $100, what would you do with it? If you found money, what would you do? Well, I would just take it. Would you tithe off of it? Would you find out if it was somebody else's? God operates in integrity, my friend. If you're good in the small, he'll bless you with more. That's just how it works. And if we would say, God, all to you, I'm just, God, I, am I talking truth to you? Listen to what I'm telling you. You got to get past that. I had to tell Mal, listen, I don't see, you know, I turned to her mom and I said, she's going to need stitches because I know what a cut looks like and I know when it's got to be sewed together, but I could, you know, it's going to be okay. I'm seeing what she cannot see right now because all she can see is blood and ah! <laughs> the enemy wants to get you emotional. He wants to get you all off focus. He wants to get you all like in the circumstance. All in this. Now listen to me. Faith is what? The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. What you're going to do with your faith, hope is your focus on the camera. You understand what I'm saying? Hope is like, man, I'm, oh man, 
I'm saying, you are focusing in on that. All the time, the enemy's going, squirrel. Or look over here, look over here. Listen, he doesn't, God doesn't have your stuff. He's already released your stuff. It's the enemy trying to keep you from getting your things, getting your answers. Because he wants you to believe in anything but that. Because he can't go to the realm you can go. And if you go there, his party is over. Because once you figure it out, he's like, oh no. I want the devil to know when I wake up in the morning. When I, my feet hit the floor, I want him to go, oh no, he's up. He's up. And I'm awake too, baby. It's lock and load time. I am up and let's do some business. If you would catch what I'm trying to tell you, you can connect this dot and all of a sudden you don't have to. And you, people will say, well, Brett, I don't know when it's going to happen. Who cares? You just know it's going to happen. I mean, when you need it is when you'll get it. Is he not good for that? So then you just trust. If I don't understand all that, then I'm going to stand under it. Because I'm going to get what God has for me because I'm going to live not according to Obama's economy. Oh, that would be worth just never mind. I'm going to live according to my God's economy. Did you know the kingdom of God is not in a short? He's not. Numbers 11.23 says God's arm is not waxed short. He is able to meet all my needs. How many want their needs met? You're not going to get it through this system of the government, my friend. You're going to get it through the government of the kingdom of God. And you're going to be listening to him. And he's going to say, you need to go over there and you need to give over there. But God, I have just go to, I don't understand. Listen, go to the root. Go to the unseen. She had to take her healing. You're just picking it up. Lord, I thank you. I'll receive that in Jesus' name. The enemy's just trying to keep. Here's point number five. You have to take it. Your faith needs action. You have to take it. If I fly to speak anywhere, or if I fly to go visit family in Florida or whatever, I've been on a couple flights that have not been so fun. Turbulence. I have people that are like, we're going to die, we're going to die. The last flight I took was like that. The guy said, this is it, this is it, we're going down. I, had to t- I wanted to go over there, and I felt like Edna from The Incredibles. You know? I just I did. I just wanted to slap this dude. I said, we are not going down. How can you be so sure? That's what he said. I said, because listen, I have a purpose and a destiny, and it's not to die on this plane. I said, this plane is going to land. It is going to be all right. And he looked at my eyes. He said, you believe that? I said, yes. This is what he said. I'll take another beer. Now, I'm not advocating him drinking beer, but I am saying he felt like, oh, well, dude, he's got it all going on. All right, well, then it's going to be going. It's going to be okay. You got to understand, you got to see things that you don't think you see now. You got to ask God, show me. Man, if you're not seeing something, this is what I'd be doing. I'd be, I believe if you got a, a child, then you picture them in the unsaved. You picture them healthy. You picture them whole. You picture them living for God. You see that. You can't see it in the natural now, but it will happen. It has to happen in the spiritual first. You have to talk to the root now. Remember this. God has all power. Jesus said, all power has been given to me. You have the authority. Jesus took back. Now remember, now, again, I got a, it's 1148. But listen to me. 
God gave Adam charge of the earth, right? Adam gave his charge over to the enemy, right? Jesus is called the second Adam. He came back, died on the cross for you and me, went and took the authority back, right? And now he gave it to you. So God has all power, but you have the authority. We recognize his power, but it is the delegated authority that gets the job done. It is you saying to God, okay, my friends, you need to understand. I'm not trying to be weird. I'm not trying to be scary. I'm not trying to be, I'm just, I'm telling you. The enemy knows whose you are. Do you? Because you can still be God's, but if you don't know your authority, that's, then he, the enemy's like, I got you because you won't use that against me. And then he'll mess with you in your mind and in your senses because that's his realm. Deception, smoke, mirrors, lies. But when you know whose you are. Enemy knows whose you are. And when you know you can do that by authority. I want to tell you a story real quick and it's 1150. Will you give me a story? (laughs) I was preaching for a black brother in Lima, and awesome service. God was just healing people left and right. Just amazing. One guy had lost his hearing in, in one of the wars. A bomb had blown up close to his ear, and he lost all hearing in that ear. Has never been able to hear out of it. And uh, so he came up front, and he said, I'm, I just I want to hear. And I went to this side of his face you know and i whispered can you hear me yeah went to this side and i had him repeat what i said over here he did again this side he wouldn't repeat anything couldn't hear it and i looked at him and i'm telling him what i'm telling you i told him what i'm telling you today i said do you want to hear he said yes i said can you see yourself hearing what am i doing he's going into the unseen now He said, I can. I said, so then pick it up. Are you getting it? He picked it up. I went back to his ear. I said something. And his face went. He said, say it again. So I said it again. He goes, "I I heard that. Now, he has not heard for years. And just like that. He tapped into something. Now, let me tell you, I didn't even share this in the first service. When that happened, people in that church, the altar, just like people like. I mean, they're all coming down. (laughs) And so what did Jesus do? Your faith is made. Why is he saying those things? Because it's faith that gets you to the dimension the enemy can't go. And it's faith that comes back and brings What's there? We watched somebody. They handed me a cell phone. And this lady's bedridden in her cell phone. And there's a nurse in there. I'm not in that room. And they're saying, put the phone there. It's up. Put the phone there. Now, this is service, same service going on. So I, I, I told her what I'm telling you. I mean, I spoke to her. I said, do you see yourself? Do you? And, then we, and I prayed the prayer of faith. And I heard n- nothing. Then I started hearing all this shouting. And the lady, the nurse lady or whatever, whoever was in there, picked up the phone and I said, hello? 
And she said, she said, she's running around the room. She's dancing. She's running around the room and the whole church, because they know her. I don't know her. I don't know her condition. I don't know. But you got to understand, this isn't because Jesus was in the boat. It isn't. I mean, yeah, that's Jesus. I get it. But you are a son of God led by the spirit of God. You are a daughter of God. Help me, somebody. He's trying to get something to you. you got to understand, I can't just operate in the stuff I see. Uh, you need some things, it's already there. You need some, you know, whatever you need, it's already there. But you have to reach past. You don't have to go, I have to see it to believe it. Anybody can do that. That takes zero faith. Peace is yours. You take it. It's already there for you. You just pick it up. That package is waiting. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. How many times does God give you victory? All the time. Has he ever lost? No. Why not stay on the winning side? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you get in a situation and the devil tells you you're not going to make it, this isn't going to happen, they'll never come back to the Lord, they'll always be this way. Can I tell you just a clue? He's a liar. He is the father of lies. And the very opposite is true. Because God has everything. All power has been given. You have the authority. The enemy doesn't want you to exercise the authority. Think about what I'm saying. For The Bible says... Signs and wonders. Believers will have signs and wonders. They'll cast out demons. Does that, is that what it says? It's in Mark. Does it say that? Okay. People also call that exorcism. I'm just telling you, you have to exercise your faith. Demons don't come out without authority. Greater authority. And the greatest is the one you carry. But you have to put your faith to work. You have to say, God, in Jesus' name, we will lend and not borrow. Father, I speak to these bills in Jesus' name. You know, and I said it in the first part of this message. People, oh, God, help me get out of debt. And then you go back and do something else. Quit signing the papers. That'll help you. You got to do your part. Lord, let me be a good steward. Let me do whatever you want me to do. Let me, I'll give you first fruit. I'll do everything I can. I will do everything you tell me to do. And I'll exercise my faith. You still love me? I, I love you. I, I want you to. This isn't a get rich quick thing. This isn't anything about. This is just about walking. And godliness. And walking in the way he wants you to walk. When you realize everything you have is not yours as God's. And you start exercising your spiritual authority. Okay, God, I'll do that. I'll do that. Sometimes it makes no sense. Lord, how am I going to do that? I need this, but you're telling me to give that away. It doesn't have to make sense. Matter of fact, a lot of times it won't make sense. I told you the story of the pastor that they said, we're, gonna, we're receiving. He said, I felt it led to, to sign $100 over. He goes, and I didn't have it to give. I mean, yeah, he had 100 bucks, maybe 111 Who knows what he had, but, you know. He's given it because he felt led to. And in that service, guy spoke, God spoke to a guy on the platform. He said, see the guy up in the nosebleed section waving the check? Because they were up there just putting the check in the air, waving it to the Lord. You know, 
He said, find him, give him $10,000. Now, you might say, well, that's crazy. I want that to happen. Well, who doesn't want that to happen? That's awesome. What I'm saying is, had he not wrote the check for 100 and not said, God, this is all yours. I don't understand how you're going to do it, but I'm reaching in the unseen. My friends, if you have to wait on everything to happen in the scene, you're not walking by faith. I'll tithe, Brett. I will when I get everything in order. No, you won't. Do it now. Put him first now and watch. It's already for you. He's already there for you. Start walking the way he wants you to walk. Walk with purpose. Walk with love. I don't know about you, but I'm not where I used to be, and I'm not where I'm supposed to be yet, but thank God I'm not still back here because he's taken me out. And I'm walking with him as his spirit is leading me. You believe it today? Would you bow your heads and close your eyes?